0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Angels to Aliens. From ghost stories to angel encounters. Bigfoot sightings. Alien abduction. Near-death experiences. And more. Get advice and insight with Angels to Aliens. Heidi Hollis. The Outlander. Outlander. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You are listening to Angels to Aliens with me, Heidi Hollis, the Outlander here on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. And the question is, do you believe? Join me now where we discuss the most incredible stories on the planet from the paranormal to mysteries to horror to even heavenly interventions. And I will also welcome you the listener to send over your personal stories of mysterious happenings that you'd like me to share. I will also be interviewing some of the most intriguing guests from researchers to experiencers, authors, and other cultural creatives. And remember if you enjoy this show, Please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're available on your favorite directories like Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. You can also find us at Believe.com. That dot com and at Believe Podcast. And know that you can also find me on lots of social media. Just put at one Heidi Hollis, and uh, that's Facebook, Instagram, all that good stuff. Now, today, I wanted to get to some very intriguing topics I've been coming across so much lately, and you know, now that we're at the bottom of the barrel with 2020, and you know, it's the scrapings that we're at right now, and uh, I don't know too many people that can say this was an awesome year. But you know what? I'm gonna look at my cup half full and think about the awesome people that I got to know this year that otherwise may have been different. We made, honestly, these friendships. so Because when you're busy, you don't have as much time to bond and get to know people. And and yeah, it was socially distanced, uh, on the phone, uh, video chatting, but, really significant people in my life, and uh yes, and a couple that were in person, so it's been interesting, it's been interesting um so i i I'd hope that people can look at this year as not being a total washout uh and that they could focus on the positive side because we do need it, and as twenty twenty one comes around, who's to say it's gonna be? big bright ball of sunshine but (laughs) we could sure be hopeful and put all of our energy towards it being something close to that. So now I thought it would be cool to focus on some more intriguing and enlightening things since we are in the Christmas holiday spirit. (laughs) So I wanted to uh, highlight the angelic angle that is going to be my corner for this evening. <laughs> so, I have some stories that come to us from Guidepost.com. And this one is entitled, Angel Cloud Spotted During a Drive. A Texas man was driving along Highway 105 in Montgomery, Texas with his wife when he noticed a particular sighting in the clouds that stood out to him. Danny Ferraro stopped to snap a picture of what he believed was a cloud the shape of an angel in the sky. He uploaded the image to Facebook, where it's been shared over 19,000 times. Ferraro said the sighting was the positive sign he needed during a time of dread. Focus on the positive, people, and take in those moments. All right, here goes another one. This one is entitled... Angel appears in 9 11 photo tribute. As a tribute to the lives lost on 9 11 almost 18 years ago, twin lights beam into the sky from sunset to sunrise every anniversary. In 2016, Rich McCormack was in Hoboken, New Jersey, taking photos of the lights from across the Hudson River when he realized he captured more than just the beams in one of the shots. The image, according to McCormack, is a figure of an angel floating in the night sky. Although McCormack said that the sighting was just an unusual cloud formation, McCormack told Inside Edition he believes it is indeed an angel watching over us. This next one is called Pastor Experiences Angelic Encounter That Saved His Life. I love these types of stories because it really lets us know that this life, this journey is full of surprises. I I am always stunned. Now, this is, this is something that you guys may not know, but people like me often feel like we have a target painted on our foreheads that says talk to me about something weird even even if people don't know who i am and i've written a lot of books on all sorts of things from angels to aliens demons and all that stuff and uh it blows my mind when people pull me to the side or tell me on the sly or or (laughs) just randomly their encounter with something either spooky or just plain awesome or even angelic. And some of these stories, if if you could sit with these people, just one even, if, if just one, and you let that story sink in about the reality and the truth behind what it is they're sharing with you, I think it could change a life each and every time if we could just wholeheartedly believe some of these things. You know, back in the day, before we had scientists and all that stuff that tried to explain the world to us, we trusted our own instincts. But instead, nowadays, I get people who write me or tell me, I thought my eyes were playing tricks on me. Those darn tricky eyes. I I have never heard of so many tricky eyes in my life than when it comes to seeing angelic things, UFO things, and paranormal things. But everything else, you know, people can take in that their bed is unmade and (laughs) the color of the dirt on the floor. uh, You know, it blows my mind. They don't question their eyes as being tricky. I mean, imagine that if your parents say, did you make your bed? I don't know, Mom, my eyes are playing tricks on me. Potentially it's done. I'm not positive, <laughs> I mean, how ridiculous does that sound, right? I get it a lot. I get these these sentences repeated a lot, tricky eyes. I was tired, maybe I was ill. I felt a little weird. <laughs> I mean, it's just like oh man, then all of us, all of us are going through it because there are so many people going through this stuff. So I love coming across these more enlightening stories that really puts a spin on reality for the better. So it doesn't have to be spooky. All right, so this next one As I said, the title is Pastor Experiences, Angelic Encounter That Saved His Life. Now, Pastor John Boston was driving on Airport Road in Columbus, Ohio in 2015 when he got into a terrible car accident that sent a live transformer crashing into his car. Fox 8 Cleveland reported that he was trapped inside of the burning car as the windshield melted and the door folded shut. Boston said it was then when a stranger walked up, opened the door, and removed him from the car to safety. The stranger told Boston his name was Johnny, and that he had to leave the scene before first responders arrived because he can't be here when they get here. He never saw Johnny again. Goosebumps. Boston walked away with minor injuries and a stronger sense of determination to serve. After his miracle encounter with what he strongly believes was an angel. I love it. Love it. Okay, this next one. I mean, just let let these sink in. Just let these sink in and, and, and see how you feel about reality. Security camera captured an angel. Michigan resident Glenn Thomas told Inside Edition he was touched by an angel after discovering his motion sensor security camera captured an image of one hovering over his pickup truck. He instantly sent his photo to the pastor of his church, Daniel Mose, who then shared the photo on Facebook. Many locals believe the figure in the photo is a sign from heaven. And Moe's Facebook post has since obtained hundreds of shares. I don't have the photo here. I wish I did. I'll probably look that one up. (laughs) Alright, this next one is called Angelic Nurse. Luke was diagnosed with bone cancer when he was just eight years old. During a two-week hospital stay that was required to treat an infection, a nurse came into Luke's hospital room. As he slept, his mom spoke with the nurse who was wearing a 1960s work uniform, which she thought was strange. (laughs) The nurse told Luke's mom she would pray for his healing before exiting. Luke was fully healed of his infection and is now cancer-free. According to a ThoughtCo, both Luke and his mom believe the nurse who was never seen again was a guardian angel who offered them hope during a difficult time. Wow, I, I love it. I love it. Are you getting the goosebumps yet? Are-, are you getting a little bit more inspired about life and the mysteries of it? All right, this one is called Rabbits, Rabbits, by Mary Whitney. She says, first thing every morning, I logged on to Facebook, looking forward to greetings and prayer requests from friends and family near and far. Today, however, I was met with the sad news that a friend had passed away suddenly. I would so miss her loving smile and the encouraging words in her posts, my favorite was the one she would post on the first of the month. Rabbits, rabbits, everyone, she'd write. It was a good luck ritual she'd pick up when she had lived in England. I, I You know, I don't know about you guys, but when I've lost Facebook friends, like people I've never met, and you do, you get kind of used to seeing their post or getting that every once in a while, hello, how are you doing? It's... They have become a part of your your social life, you know, online social life. it and, and when something happens to them, it affects you. It really does. So I, I get this. So all right, con- to continue,, uh, they say, I closed my laptop to get some fresh air. Filling a pitcher with seed, I made my way to the bird feeder, counting on my colorful visitors to bring some solace. As I poured in the seed, Something moved under the dogwood tree. A large brown rabbit was hopping around in circles, nibbling at some fallen birdseed. The rabbit wiggled his nose in my direction before happily hopping away. Rabbits, rabbits, my friend seemed to say, smiling down on me from heaven. Gotta take in the signs, right? I've taken those signs. <laughs> All right, this one is called Happy Cats. Happy Us by Alan Gallagher. So, Happy Cats, Happy Us. <laughs> Crouching down, I shined the flashlight under a row of parked cars, hoping to catch a glimpse of our cat, Franklin, hiding from the rain. My wife and I had realized he was missing when our other cat, Saranac, showed up alone at the food bowl for breakfast. (laughs) I wasn't too surprised that Franklin had made an escape. He was always staring outside and meowing or craning his neck to smell the wind from any open window. We'd been searching for him for hours. I said, honey, I think it's time to call it a night. We'll make some flyers and post it on Facebook. She says, You're right, but I hate to think of him out there, scared and alone. Worry kept us awake long after we got in bed. Who would watch over him? Surinac's loud meowing woke me in the middle of the night. I sat up and looked past the window and from the bedroom door into the living room. The moonlight outlined the silhouette of two cats touching noses in angel kisses. Could it be? (laughs) I ran to welcome Franklin home. His wet paw prints trailing from an open window. Franklin purred as I carried him into the bedroom to give my wife the good news. Heralded by Saranax meows. Well, those are little miracles. I love that. That's so cool. All right. And this one is called A Quiet Goodbye by Teresa Oshman. We were a blended family—me and Bentley and my Shih Tzu, Maltese, (laughs) and Mark and Ellie his golden lab. Thankfully, our dogs hit it off despite their very different dispositions. Bentley was a nervous little dog who barked at everything. Ellie stood by for protection, patiently waiting until the fit of barking was over. But at the next unexpected sound, Bentley would start up again. Several times a day, they ran around the yard until Ellie had enough and came hurtling up the steps to the back deck with the loud clatter of her big paws. Bentley was always close behind, but as Ellie got older, her energy waned. She had difficulty moving around. No more bounding up the back deck stairs. We knew we would soon have to say goodbye. The weekend after she died, Mark and I curled up on the couch with our books. Bentley slipped near us on one side of the cushion. We all looked up at the unexpected clattering coming from the back deck. Bentley looked toward the sound, stared intently, then laid his head back down without so much as a yip. Bentley didn't bark because... He knew who it was. Ellie had come to say goodbye. Oh, that's just wonderful. You know, I hear about that a lot from people that uh, have lost a pet. And their pet comes back. And they hear their little toenails clicking as they walk. And (laughs) I just think it's so just mystical. I I love it. I love it. And I personally, with my dog, his name was Alien, (laughs) uh, when I lost him, I mean, I had dreams of him. I I would wake up with his smell uh, on me and his nickname was stinky. So it was a very, (laughs) it was a very distinctive smell. So when I say I had dreams of him visiting me, I felt he visited me. (laughs) All right. So this next one is called Nature Never Disappoints by Quentin Furrow. Troubling stories on the news were stressing me out, so I put on my boots and drove to a nature trail by the river. It was a relaxing place to unwind, and I was familiar with the local wildlife. I started down the trail, hoping the walk would help clear my head, but my anxiety followed me. So much for getting a new perspective, I thought. I heard a noise to my left and saw a scrub jay perched on a branch at eye level. The jay looked at me and squawked as if it were anxious as well. Hey, buddy, I said, what's wrong? The bird made a soft coo. I looked at it twice. It was a scrub jay. Yeah, that's right, native to the area. But I would never heard one make such a pleasant sound. It kept going on, looking at me as it began to whistle and tweet. Was it trying to comfort me? I whistled to comfort the bird back. My friend focused on me as we had our conversation. At the end of it, the scrub jay hopped up one branch higher, fluffed its feathers, and flew away. I continued on my trail, my worries less burdensome, thanks to the world's most unique scrub jay. (laughs) Love it. Love it. It, it. It's taken in those little bits. I hope this is enlightening, you guys, and lightening up the mood as we move into Christmas and the new year being thrown out. <laughs> we have to do that, don't we? All right, so this next one, no title. It just says, I had one of those moments when I was 14. I was singing in an oratorio." like an opera, but with a religious subject. Mm, Okay. Briefly, there was me, a child trying to find her way in life, the woman trying to protect me, and a cynical man saying God was dead and Jesus, played by my teacher. Jesus and the child were talking, my teacher and I. At one point, he was singing. I had to choose between the reason men clings to or choose the cross. It felt like it was someone else talking directly to me. I felt it so deeply, I forgot what I was supposed to say next. And I was almost in trance for hours afterwards. In the following weeks, a lot changed in my life, enough to seriously consider becoming a sister or a nun. By the time I was 20, I forgot some of it and stopped going to church. Until another incident happened. But I'm not just quite ready to speak of that yet. Dun, dun, dun. I don't know. That's kind of fascinating. All right. And to keep into the spirit of the Christmas season and coming into a new year, I thought I would go into the Explorative News Corner. Mm Mm-hmm. What is this one? Oh, man. We had something special happen, didn't we? This is entitled, and this comes to us from jpost.com, Jerusalem Post, and the title is Will the Biblical Star of Bethlehem Appear in the Sky Ahead of Christmas? Mm, Is that what it is? On December 21st, for those of you who have seen it, I've seen the photos out there, our solar system's two biggest planets will come within close distance of one another in what is known as a great conjunction. And during that time, our solar system's two biggest planets, Jupiter, Saturn, will come within a distance of one another in what is known as the great conjunction. They're kind of repeating themselves, uh, which is a rare event that may resemble, may resemble the biblical star of Bethlehem, also known as the Christmas star according to the U.S. National Aeronautics and Space Administration, which is NASA. (laughs) The term conjunction in astronomy is used to refer to the meeting points of celestial objects in space. A great conjunction refers to the rare moments in our solar system's history when its largest planets have come close together. This is a quote. You can imagine the solar system to be a racetrack with each of the planets on a runner in their own lane in the Earth toward the center of the stadium, said Henry Thrope, who is an astronomer at the Planetary Science Division at NASA headquarters in Washington. Now, according to the NASA website, uh, from our vantage point, we'll be able to see Jupiter on the inside lane approaching Saturn all month and then finally overtaking it On December 21st, Jupiter and Saturn have been traveling together all year long, but over the first three weeks of December they've gradually come closer together. This form of celestial teasing will culminate, or had culminated, on December 21st, now when it might seem like the two planets have completely integrated into one massive star. Now, did you guys see it? I thought it was, it was pretty cool. Um, so this rare astronomical event, known as the Great Conjunction, only appears every 20 years, per uh, Taria Allen, who is a guide at NASA headquarters and explained, according to NASA. However, the last time they've been able to see it this close was in 1623. And that's not all. This year's Great Conjunction will be the closest observable one since 1226. And that's according to EarthSky News website. Now, witnessing the closest point between Saturn and Jupiter, seen by people in nearly 800 years, is guaranteed to be a spectacular event. And it will not even require a professional telescope. In fact, Saturn and Jupiter will be so close together and close enough to Earth that the cosmic event will be viewable with the naked eye and clear weather conditions. And I think a lot of us were very fortunate to see that. Now, Jupiter, Saturn are both considered extremely bright to begin with. Uh, <laughs> and Jupiter being brighter than any star and Saturn shining with a distinctly golden color. Earthsky noted that Saturn has even been referred to as the jewel of the solar system. Mm, Fancy. But unlike stars, the meeting point between Jupiter and Saturn will not appear to be twinkling. Instead, it will shine steadily. And it did. Over the years, theologists and enthusiasts (laughs) alike have speculated that the biblical star of Bethlehem that appears in the Nativity story of the Gospel of Matthew was actually an instance of a great conjunction between Jupiter and Saturn in disguise. How would they know? Were they there? Uh, In the story, the bright star guided wise men from the east to baby Jesus in Bethlehem. However, there are quite a bit of reservations to this theory. For starters, no one has actually seen a great conjunction like the way and what we uh, had seen in 800 years. There is no guarantees that the two planets will appear to overlap. That's what they thought. As Jupiter is brighter, some astronomers believe that you will be able to distinguish the individual planets with the naked eye. Now, Bible experts also. They're also divided according to the uk express website the reverend dr m w burke gaffney wrote in the journal of the royal astronomical society of canada said that no matter how close together two planets come even if one planet should be so close to another as to call it what as to occult it partly what does that mean as to occult it partly, I think they sp- totally jacked that up. I don't know what that means. Uh, wise men would not mistake them for a single star. So they're saying it, it. it's just you'd still be able to distinguish the two. So a few nights watching would show them separating as they would have been able to see them come together. So in any case, this is the greatest conjunction between the two giants for the next 60 years. They will not appear so close in the sky until the year 2080. Anybody else going to stick around for that? I might be here. Um, (laughs) So whether you believe it made a guest appearance in the Bible a couple of thousand years ago or not, it's an event worth marking on your calendars. And um, boy, oh boy, was it a feat to see. Now, I, I find it really fascinating. A lot of people are taking in these signs and some of the cataclysmic events that have been going on. And then we've got a pandemic and locusts and uh, my goodness, uh, the financial infrastructure all over the world, everything seems to be imploding. And now we have an 800 year event. (laughs) I mean, it gets people thinking, but will it get people changing? That's what I think uh, is important to note, and that we should be paying more closely attention to because if these are signs from God, how's it going? What's what's shaking? What's, what's going on? How are we going to integrate these lessons and uh, perk up and pick up again where we left off in a better way, on a lighter note, with more, hmm, I don't know, spiritual insight even. Looking within, growing from within, going out, (laughs) all of that. How do we, how do we change this script, flip it in order to be something positive? I always say that no matter how horrible something may seem, something, something will come out of it that is positive. And it's like, well, hold on, you know, this happened. My family got destroyed because this, this and that. And it's like, I... I've been there, you know, I, I think we've all suffered something, but it's like, how do we look for that one little spark? What do we do? And uh, uh, my friend had told me something <laughs> that I, I just find absolutely sweet. So uh, Mr. Rogers, everybody knows Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Um, Mr. Rogers' mother apparently told him something, I, I think is is just something to learn from. It's like when you see destruction, look for the helpers. Look for those positive elements. And that's what you focus on. And uh, yes, we mourn the losses of so many things, but look look for that, that, that shiny rock in the middle of it and see if we can help turn the situation where good always wins in the end. This was my enlightening and enlightened podcast for today. I thought it would be appropriate. Christmas is here. The New Year's is coming. And boy, we sure can't wait to toss it out. Uh, (laughs) You know, I'm a cartoonist. I do a comic strip called The Outlanders Comic. So if you go to theoutlanderscomic.com, I did an appropriate comic. And to tell you a bit about it, it's a paranormal comic. Okay. So I have a Bigfoot named Hog. Who has aliens that come and land on one hill, and on the opposing hill there's a homesteader that are just both annoying the heck out of Bigfoot. So, <laughs> so it in this this comic that I I put out, um, <laughs> I think it's a, a quite quite appropriate what it is that uh, I depicted in it. So I have uh, the aliens saying, "Wow, you came out of hibernation." Just to bury 2020 because Bigfoot was like, he was just gone. Just not around for COVID because he said burrs stick to fur, okay? Um, And he goes, (laughs) so he's got, he's got 2020 in his hands and he's shoving it into this hole in the ground. And he goes, nope, this is my toilet. Now pass me some tissue. So (laughs) check it out. Theoutlanderscomic.com. We need to laugh sometimes. We also need to keep our eyes on the light. All right, you guys, this has been another episode. Remember, you can catch me here on Angels to Aliens with me, Heidi Hollis, the Outlander on the Believe Podcast Network. And please visit HeidiHollis.com, H-E-I-D-I-H-O-L-L-I-S. And remember, if you enjoy this show, please subscribe or rate the show on iTunes. We're available on Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. And also go to Believe.com, that is B-L-E-A-V.com. And know that you can find me also on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, just put At one Heidi Hollis And you will find me Remember you've been listening to me Heidi Hollis the Outlander here on Angels to Aliens Remembering always if it's weird We're here Goodbye everybody Angels to Aliens From ghost stories to angel encounters Bigfoot sightings Alien abduction Near death experiences And more Get advice and insight with Angels to Aliens Heidi Hollis, The Outlander.